Welcome to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Melissa K. Barham, and I'm an entrepreneur, traveler, thinker, and creative on a mission to help you discover and lean deeper into your purpose. Here, we'll have inspiring conversations over topics like business, spirituality, personal development, mindset and manifestation, and how to live on purpose. My goal with this podcast is to help you connect with the answers already inside of you and expand your vision of who you truly are and who you're meant to be. I'm so grateful you're here and I can't wait to set off in the pursuit of purpose together. Now let's jump in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Pursuit of Purpose podcast. This is Melissa Kay and so happy to have you back here on the pod. I can't freaking believe today is one of the last days of August and I just, I'm floored by how fast the summer has gone. If it has for you, I'm sure, I feel like summer always goes by crazy, crazy fast just because we pack it with so much. So while my summer was super fun and everything, I'm just very kind of sad about the last little pieces of it going away, but have an exciting week coming up this week. I'm headed actually back to the East and going to New York. So lots of fun things going on. I'll be on the go again, but excited to sit down and record again and you know, I hope that if you haven't had a chance to listen to last week's episode that you do. We are talking about self-belief uh, last week and it was one of my favorite episodes to record simply because I think there's just so many lessons that can be pulled out of of what was there and, you know, just got real, really real and raw with you guys. But something that I said when I was thinking about this um, after doing last week's episode, something that I said was that, you know, self-belief, I was saying that it really is the foundation for everything. And when I was thinking about that more this week, I was like, it definitely is a foundational piece, but I actually don't know now that it is the foundational piece. And, uh, and thinking about, you know, these kind of self, I use air quotes here, like self philosophies that we have and think about in our lives, self-worth, self, um, self-belief, self-love, I think they together are the foundation for anything that we want in our lives. So growth, happiness, fulfillment, success, them combined, I think it's really a trifecta of of our self-beliefs, of our self-worth, of our self-love. But at the end of the day, the fundamental piece to all of that is it's starting with us. And I think it's really easy to get the three jumbled up. I mean, you might just be sitting there going, what the hell is the difference? and just overlapping those kind of concepts over top of each other. But I think that there are some really distinct differences between them and things that we need to work on and uncover in each. So kind of jumping off of last week's episode, I wanted to create a little three-part episode series around these concepts because I really have seen firsthand in my own personal growth journey how essential they are to my own progress. And I know that they are things that you'll be facing right now as well. I don't think any of us doesn't struggle with a fundamental um, triangle of the three, especially we do uh, as women. Part of the reason I think I wanted to dive into these three now, jumping off of last week, is because after that episode, I had a few conversations with friends about how these concepts actually aren't the same and that they are super unique and how with each one, there is an immense amount of self-work and cultivation to do in them. So you know, last week we talked about self-belief and really how anything we want to achieve or do or become and grow towards that it all comes from, you know, believing in ourselves first, believing that we can. 
I mentioned a quote in in that episode of whether you believe you can or you can't, you're right. That was from Ford. And how truly that means that we are the beginning and we are the end to what we hope to create and achieve in our lives. You know, whatever goal that that may be for us, can be material, can be not, can be health, can, it doesn't matter. So I mentioned in the episode this concept that, you know, if the whole world was rooting for you, if everyone believed that you could do something, but you didn't believe in yourself that you could do it, you couldn't do it. But on the flip side, if everyone was rooting against you, if they, you know, didn't believe in you, if they thought you were a failure, if they thought you were never going to amount to anything, but you still believed that you could do it, you could do it. So I said that self-belief was the foundation of everything in that episode. And I honestly think I may have gotten that wrong though. And actually upon reflection, what I think might be the foundation that comes before that even is self-worth. Believing that you are deserving and worthy of everything and anything it is that you desire in life, be it in a relationship, happiness, love, peace, a career that you love, any money, friendships, even peace with your own body and in your own body. I think that is actually the starting place, self-worth. So I just call myself for being wrong. Totally cool. That's okay. I love being wrong. I love learning and uh, figuring out new stuff. So I sort of think about it this way as well. You know, if self-belief is like the gas in the engine, it gets the wheels turning, it's the momentum that's moving us forward, then self-worth is the vehicle itself for you to make your way there. You can't get anywhere without the vehicle. And you have to have a deep sense of self-worth before moving towards that goal, or else you're going to sweat and struggle and trick yourself with layered on crap bullshit self-belief but you're giving encouragements and motivation to a shell pretty much of yourself because inside you don't even feel worthy of that thing to begin with, right? So we have to start with self-worth. And there's generations of subconscious programming and BS in us already unfortunately telling us all the ways we're not worthy. How we're meant to stay small and play small, especially women. And until we're able to discard those narratives and choose different ones, decide to choose for ourselves all the reasons we are worthy of what we want in our life, we will continue playing that game, their game. We'll continue to stay small, not in the way, not causing a fuss, unnoticed, and not reaching the potential that we actually have for ourselves. One of my favorite and most empowering quotes I've ever heard that I carry with and remind myself all the time is actually from Catherine Zankina. Um, she runs the account Manifestation Babe. So if you like manifestation, I mean, I'm going to talk about it in this episode, but check her out. But she said, what's desired by you is destined for you. What's desired by you is destined for you. And what that means is that whatever are the deepest desires of our hearts, that they're okay, that they're safe, and they're meant for us to desire them. They're there for a reason. And I believe those are the things that are deeply aligned with what our purpose is here. They come from somewhere, we just don't know where, and it has to come from that place, I believe. And actually giving airtime to and understanding those desires is part of what helps us figure out what we feel our truest purpose really is. 
it also means that if those desires are destined for you, you must be worthy of them, right? Like destiny, like you have to be worthy of them and that you're more than enough for them. They were meant and designed and made for you. There's a reason that they're in their heart. So one of the biggest reasons that we're never able to manifest and call in what we truly want in our lives is because we're sort of at war with ourselves, right? You know, we have a divine self, this highest in their purpose self that is telling you from a deep down place, it can be whatever it is, but you know, you want a life of freedom. You want a life of impact. You want to do blank in your life or have blank in your life. Or it can even legit be material things like you want to and have to travel the world or you want a house in the French countryside. Sharing with you my my desires and beliefs, guys. Um, but we immediately shame and we judge ourselves and we bully that mind. We bully those desires back in a way and say things like, that's so selfish. Like, how dare you? You should not desire that. I am not worth having those things or that life. I can never have that or deserve that. What's someone else going to think? What am I going to think about myself? And all of that is like this flashing neon signal that we have a self-worth issue that really needs some TLC. We innately most often believe that we are not good enough, that we are undeserving and not worthy of the things we want in our lives. But the unfortunate part to all of that is, guys, is if we don't feel worthy of what we desire, we can never manifest those things. Everything you dream of, if you don't feel worthy of it first, you're never going to have it. We can't. If we're in a mindset and state of unworthiness, we are not a vibrational match for those things that we desire. We're not on that level. We can't call it into reality when, you know, any of those things that we don't think that we should or can't have in the first place. It just doesn't make sense, right? So this is truly for any goal or person, anything, and not talking about material even too. You can see how it all comes back to having self-worth. And if you don't feel worthy of what you're trying to call in, it's it's not going to come in. So, I mean, for example, let's take this out of like the material realm because I think that's really easy to think about first. And let's think about relationships, love. You know, if you started dating someone, for example, and they were, you know, so kind and generous to you and they were honest and just showered you with the love you've always been looking for, but you're immediately like, oh my God, no, this is too much. You know, he, she, I'm going to go with he, he, he's too good to be true. Like, I don't deserve him. La, 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 la. Like, maybe you start being weird. Maybe you stop responding or like ghosting because you're like, no, you know, this isn't what I'm used to. This can't be right. Like something's wrong clearly. It's different. It has to be wrong. That relationship is going to tank. And he's going to be like, okay, I guess she doesn't want this. Like I'll move on to someone else then. Right. You know, so your, your current sense of worthiness and what you can accept is so low that when something is so different for you, vibrating on an entirely higher level above that, but you don't think that that's what you deserve, you are going to either consciously or subconsciously, push it away, whether you realize it or not, and you're going to repel that thing, that person. Because you can't accept that you're worthy of it. Your brain likes to stick to what it knows. And right now it knows, and is in this, in this example, it knows and is used to a certain type of low, low vibrational love or whatever its version of love is. So it's going to push away everything 
that is not that because it thinks you're only worthy of what you know or an easier example is like a gift like if your friend was like here I have this thing for you you know I want to give you a hundred bucks like thank you so much for what you did and you're just like no no it's okay it's fine like I don't need it like I couldn't possibly accept that like yeah I don't deserve that you know they'll try and keep giving it to you but eventually they're just going to be like cool okay well I guess I'll give it to someone else then like whatever this is what's happening with everything we desire in our lives if we aren't holding a sense of worthiness for the things we want and desire, the universe is literally just going to take them elsewhere and you won't be able to call on that thing. One thing that's really important to remember is the universe is never going to give you more than what you're ready for or you are throwing out that signal for. It's going to give us things that validate what we believe. And part of that is, you know, our own brain as well because our brain, it, it loves to be right. As I said, it loves to prove what it believes already to be true. So back to our love example. So say it plays out like that and the relationship ends. You break up and you're kind of left there asking, like, why? What happened? It was good. It was so good. He was literally perfect. I don't get it. It must be because, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm, I'm not worthy of him. I don't deserve a safe, loving relationship. I'm just going to get crap all my life. Your brain is going to go yep, you're totally right. You don't. And I'm going to affirm what you believe so that we're right. It loves being right. And it's going to show you proof of why you're right and completely delete all the proof that you were actually totally wrong. So it'll show you all the issues, the things like red flags that you were wanting to think about. It's going to point out everything to prove itself right on that, on that factor. So if you believe you were the problem, that's what it's going to be mirrored back to you. It's going to validate that you are not worthy of that thing. So the beliefs you have, whether they're from childhood or recent or whether they're subconscious or maybe even subconscious, like maybe you are self-aware of them, they are going to set the limit in the bar for what you are able to create or call in or have in your life. You know, you're never going to be able to have what you don't believe you're worthy of. That just doesn't make sense. So if we don't take the time and the effort to examine and rewrite those beliefs that aren't serving us, you know, we can be super old and elderly, whatever, at, at that point, at the end of our lives and still living in the same pattern and still not ever having what we truly want and go, you know, I don't know what happened. Doesn't make sense. This is just the life I got. When really we were the problem, we were the block that was there all along. That's why elevating our self-worth worth to a place where we believe without a doubt that we are worthy of what we desire is the first step to being able to have it and move towards it. Self-belief comes after um, everything I talked about last week. And self-belief comes in when we want to take the actual steps then to get there. But we have to lay this foundation of worthiness to even begin to move in that direction. So all this to say, you know, I never want to leave you guys without some tangible advice or help so that you can actually make strides to improving and working on your own self-worth. So my advice here is going to be really quite straightforward, but building this up, changing our minds and elevating our vibration of worthiness is something that really depends on consistency and application. As we said, the brain likes to be smart and it likes to be right. So it never wants to think that what it believes could possibly be wrong. So there's going to be resistance there to, to kind of doing 
this exercise um, to taking these steps, but I want you to encourage you to stick with this and not give up because really and truly everything you desire is on the other side of this and you can't, you can't manifest, you can't call in anything without it. So for me, whenever I get in a situation where, you know, I'm really wanting this thing, I feel like I've been working so hard towards it, it, you know, it should be manifested by now. Usually that's kind of the sign that resistance comes up and I know something must be blocking it. And a lot of the time I know that this is going to be coming back to self-worth or beliefs I have. Uh, and, and not, I don't mean self-beliefs, but like poor beliefs I have about my own self-worth. So for this application here, I want you to think about areas in your life where your desires are in. Maybe that's your career. Maybe that's your business or around money or relationships or health or, you know, your purpose that you're trying to pursue. Whatever it is, I want you to segment them out kind of like into sections. And I want you to take a journal or a piece of paper, whatever it is, and get in a quiet state. And for each of those categories, I want you to write out everything you believe about that thing that you desire right now, like at this moment. So for manifesting more money, maybe I'd start off by writing, you know, what I, what I think about it now. If I have more than other people, then that must mean they have less. Like I'm taking away money from someone. Or who am I Who am I to want that much? Like the audacity. Or more money makes me selfish. And truly any and every belief that comes up from your subconscious about what you're thinking about your own worth about that area of your life, okay? So once you're done that, I want you to on another page or a different opposite side of the page, I want you to write a new belief that's the opposite of the one you wrote. So for who am I to want that much money? Your kind of rewired belief could be, I am worthy of all the wealth I desire. It is safe for me to desire wealth. And do all of this for all of them that you wrote, okay? It's going to feel really hard probably at first. Like you're going to feel resistance. You may not want to or feel like you're capable of believing the new statement, but that's okay. That's totally fine. I want you to rewrite them anyways. I don't expect you to like, boom, believe them the minute you write them down. So once you have those new beliefs, I want you to take some of the following suggestions I have here of how to implement them and do this consistently consistently over the next 30 days or longer if you want, but at least 30 days, okay? The first thing is make affirmations out of them. I talked about affirmations last week, but guys, your brain's not going to want to believe these things. So you need to repeat them enough that you start to. So, you know, one of my favorite ways to do this is literally to write them out. Like I have a journal in the morning and I have an affirmation section. So I'll just start including these and sprinkling them in as my new affirmations and keep just consistently making my brain, turn them out, see them. The other really way, good way to do them is just like put them everywhere, make them on post-its. I do that and then like put them in my bathroom on my mirror, or you can make alarms on your phone so that like, you know, at bedtime every day or even when you wake up in the morning you know this alarm comes up reminder with your affirmations there of these new things that you're trying to believe um phone backgrounds computer backgrounds wherever you can see it in your subconscious mind is going to continue to see it and your conscious mind when you're saying these things to yourself is going to start implementing them and soaking them into your brain so affirmations number one. Second thing is 
I want you to actively notice and note in your mind when you find proof of the new belief. So you want your brain to start seeing the proof of the new belief so it can throw out the old one. It has to start seeing these new things as right. So, you know, around money, the next time you get a paycheck, for example, into your bank account, stopping to actually say or think, I'm worthy of this money and more. More money is coming to me every day. Something as simple as that. Or if it's a new business opportunity that, you know, you really wanted and, you you know, it starts materializing, going like, I did this. I have the ability to create new opportunities. Opportunities are always coming my way and in the highest thing I desire. Affirming that when you start seeing those things happen, because otherwise your brain's going to delete them. It'll forget that, you know, there's proof out there that exists in your life that those things are true. This, the third thing on this is get quiet with it and meditate on it. If you're someone who is into hypnosis, make your own. Like say these things out loud, record it and play it back for you as you're falling asleep. It sounds so stupid, I know. But like seriously, it is helpful um, because you need it to rewire and ingrain into that subconscious that these things are true. And the last thing I will say as advice here is to do things that strengthen your belief. So for money, if I'm wanting to believe for myself that I know how to handle money, I'm, you know, a worthy steward of it, or maybe um, I start learning books on how to invest better, or I, I, I'm reading more books on money management to help build up my internal state of worthiness on that topic. So I can take my own actions to strengthen that belief. Or on kind of the material car example, if you're like, I don't know, you have, for me, I've had like an Audi R8 on on my vision board. So if like I have that there and I am like, oh, I'm not worthy of that ever. Like I can never have that. Maybe it's actually going and looking at one, like test driving that or, um, yeah, like seeing it in real life and thinking while you do that, I am worthy of that, this, this is destined for me and really embodying and feeling what that feels like because our, our body and our brain remembers feelings. Guys, we attract what we feel worthy of and we are always going to repel what we do not feel worthy of. It's not going to be able to come to us. So as soon as we start living in a state of worthiness for the things that we desire and want, those things have a clear path to come in and manifest for us. You'll see it's crazy. Like the resistance melts away and it just seems like a no brainer. So I promise you, if you do the work to invest on yourself and build up your own self-worth, Whatever you are desiring and wanting to manifest, that's going to start coming to you. Those things can't help but be attracted to you. And no, I didn't say that that was instantaneous, but it's going to feel so much easier to move in the direction of those things. That is the law of attraction, raising your vibration so it is a match for what you desire. And right now, in a state of low self-worth, that vibrational level is nowhere near the things that you are wanting to desire and attract in your life. You want to be doing this kind of self-audit and assessment to really see where it is and what areas that you're feeling worthy in and what areas you're not so much so that you're constantly, or sorry, so you're not constantly self-sabotaging your own life and your own growth. So maybe you feel so worthy of a great career, you know, you're killing it at work, you get a raise and a promotion, you feel completely worthy of that but you're feeling really unworthy in another area of your life, in love, for example, 
So, you know, you're pushing away friends, you completely write off dating, and you just totally block that out of your life. Or maybe at work you aren't feeling worthy. You know, you're constantly doubting yourself, or, you know, when that pay raise opportunity comes around, you don't even go for it, or worse, they give it to you, they give you a raise, and you feel so dang unworthy of it. You, like, break down under the pressure, you feel like that's there now for you at at the office, or you just blow all the money because you don't know how to handle more. Our actions are such a clear picture and clues of where we do and we don't have a sense of worthiness in our lives. And we just have to have conscious attention to them because usually we just think of them as our regular patterns and we're not noticing that, you know, they're actually detrimental ones to us. And this is happening everywhere all the time. You know, it's in my life constantly. It's not just one thing that you fix. It's in my friends, it's in my clients, and I know it's in yours as well. But the good news is that truly all it takes is to notice and realize that these beliefs in our own minds and really just take a small step forward to rewiring them. And literally doing that clears the way to anything and everything we want to come to us. You're totally in control to heal these harmful beliefs and stop the patterns from continuing to play out in in your life. So that's probably the coolest part is that it's truly up to us. We have that power and we have the complete means to change it. So leaving off here, I encourage you to take on that exercise I gave you and really go deep in applying it over the next 30 days at least. Make sure that you note the place where you are when you first started as well and how you're feeling about everything and the thoughts and beliefs and feelings you have by the end of it. And I'm telling you guys, it's going to be completely different if you really go out doing that work. And remember too that this, as I said, is really the foundational piece of everything, even before self-belief. And if you are able to put in the effort and investment for yourself to work on building your self-worth, everything after is so much easier. And you'll be able to manifest into your life with so much more ease and peace and like a sense of calm, which is what we want in the path of our own growth. We want as we're moving forward in our lives to those goals. We don't want it to be hard and sticky and resist, resistful, (laughs) have a lot of resistance. It's not meant to be that way. You're not designed and destined for that. So I hope that this episode found you if you're really needing it and you know, we're going to be talking about self-love next to complete my little self-love or self-series, sorry. But, you know, if you want more help in this area um, in any of these kind of like self-philosophies here or um, anything surrounding your growth towards purpose or living out as the version of you that you really want to be, that's something I can help you directly with one-on-one in my private coaching program launched this recently. If what I share today really resonates with you, you can book a free one-on-one consult with me. The link is in the show notes below. If you're resonating with with this, I encourage you to go there um, after listening and just save some time and we can connect and start digging into where it is that you're wanting to move towards to live a life more fulfilled and in your purpose. So if that's you, just click the link in the show notes and make sure to get connected. If this episode also was helpful for you, I would love for you guys to share it with someone, you know, who it might help as well and set them off on a journey to their own self-development. If you haven't already, it would mean the world to me if you have a few moments to rate and review the podcast. I love hearing from you guys and just hearing what is helpful, what you need more help on. 
in making this podcast really serve you. So make sure that uh, to do that, if you have a moment and that you are following the podcast, so you do not miss any episodes each week. I've got lots more coming your way and you don't want to miss the wrap up of this little series. So that is all for me. We're going to end it off here, but I'm wishing you guys the best week. We'll see you next week, wherever I am. Might be still in New York. We'll see, but I'll catch you on next week's episode. Love you guys so much. Bye. Thank you.